Good evening and welcome to Touch by Prayer. Oh my goodness, we have a special night because I have a special guest. I'm so excited. Please make sure that you share this broadcast because this is going to be an episode that is going to go down in the Touch by Prayer journals because who I have, first of all, I have known my guest since 20, I think it's 2015. He actually, he did Touch by Prayer back in the day when I just did audio. We didn't even get to meet each other until later of 2015, possibly 2016. But I know I met him in 2015 because I contacted him when I had something because I was looking for answers because I needed a healing. And I guess Sean Hurley has been doing the work of Jesus Christ ever since he found out that that's what we're supposed to do that we're supposed to lay hands on the sick that we're supposed to cast out demons and we're supposed to raise the dead every place that sean goes he is a game changer he's an atmosphere shifter and he is getting ready to release his new book his first book the first book of many books and he's about to do so much more for the kingdom because he has taken that mandate very very seriously so let me just show you a little bit about who sean hurley is Would you please welcome to the broadcast, Sean Hurley. Actually, I can say author Sean Hurley. How about that? How <laughs> Thank about you. that? <laughs> You're so kind. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I am so excited that you have written your first book, your first book of many, because if you can get one done, you can get more done, right? Yeah, yeah. We'll see. I hope so. I know. So. It's 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 a process, but there's a purpose in the process. Amen. It yeah. is a process. It is a process. <laughs> and gosh, you have you have been traveling. You not only have two, you have two houses. You have a house here in America and you just opened up your newest house over is it in Peru? Is that correct? It's in Iquitos, Peru. Absolutely. Yes, mm -hmm. uh, Sarah's house, it's called. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, because so, you were, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, so that, there's a long story to that. I don't know when you want me to interject that, but there is a story to it. 
Listen, yeah. your whole life is a story. Your whole <laughs> life is a story. And it's so funny because um, somebody said to me, they said, how did you meet Sean Hurley? How did you meet him? And I said, well, I said I was following him on Facebook. And so I reached out to him because you were living in Massachusetts at the time. Right. And so I, I reached out. I said, hey, I do a broadcast. Want to come on? And he said, heck yeah, let's do that. And so we we started. I had you on. I got to meet you and your beautiful wife, Christina. And we've um, we've been friends ever since. And it's yeah. been very it's been very cool. You were there the day that my daughter accepted Jesus Christ, which was at I a was. Uh, yeah, you were yeah you were. Yeah. So it was yeah. um. So and those are those are like events. Those are milestones that you know that God has put people to to witness to to be a to be a witness in certain things. And I really, that's one of the things that I think is really cool about like what God has done in your life. He's brought you to some friends that we both have in common. One of them being Tyler Johnson. We love Tyler and also Michael King. We love Michael. So, you know, you've got on mission trips and that's where we're going to go to Peru. So <laughs> I'm going to segue right into uh, into Peru with uh, Tyler and Michael. Right. So Tyler and Michael, amazing men. Uh, I love them both. I love that whole cast of characters I travel with and overseasmissions.org, Tyler Johnson, uh, amazing man, will actually allow you to function in the gifts that you bring and with very little supervision. He gives you a lot of freedom, which I, listen, I'm a guy who who's used to doing everything alone. So that works for me. Yeah, it works for me. So, so we went to Guatemala a couple of years back and uh, I had seen poverty. I saw families living in the dump, in the city dump, foraging. And it, I couldn't, Lisa, it broke my heart. I couldn't go to the second dump that we were going to visit. I couldn't get off the bus because even though I'm not a rich man, I felt even like a failure as a Christian. That is, it marked my soul. And uh, so when I got home, I looked to open up a house in Guatemala for to feed people, to house them. But number one, I couldn't find an honest realtor. Uh, and the country's laws were intricate where you could actually lose your land. So. It didn't sit right in my spirit. Enter, I think, third time in Peru. We go on a third missions trip, and they start speaking to me about they've always wanted a woman's house in Peru. And I'm listening to the conversation. They've been praying for 10 years, and suddenly Holy Ghost blows it up in my spirit. But I still don't know if I'm being moved by compassion or by the spirit because it, it is very strong, and I'm strong either way. So I put a fleece before the Lord. I said, Father, if this is indeed you, I said, I need you to send me $20,000. Whoa, come on. Lisa, in five days, I had $20,000. <laughs> so I went back to Peru uh, by myself. And I had, I had we have a director, uh, Zulema, uh, who actually was scouting for houses while I was here in America. We kept in touch, contact. She found a house. We went and looked at it. And just like a director in place, uh, we had a psychologist on board with medical care staff. 
$3,000 a month is my budget to budget for eight women, full staff, and a house and all the utilities and food. You can't do that in America. Nope. There's just no way. Full-time workers, nine hours a day. No. Yeah. So Sarah's house is open uh, August 1st. We've been open. And uh, we're just doing it. And I'm on my way to Peru for about three weeks in February. And, and you know, helping to l implement some identity program. I'm trying to learn Spanish ever so slowly. I got the food menu down in most restaurants, but that's about, about it. Hey, you know, you got to know about food. Food's important. That's I how you do the koinonia, man. That's koinonia is all about, to me, it's all about <laughs> food. It's all about sitting down it's because that, that's one of the things that, um, that really bring people together because that's one of the things that you guys did when you were in Peru is you brought, right. you brought prostitutes to come and sit right. down and have a meal with you. We, we bought prostitutes. You don't even know the flack that we, you may, you might know, but there's, there's a man in, before I forget in Peru, uh, Rodolfo Rojas, he is a, a pastor. He's, he, his lawyer services, he formed the whole nonprofit for Sarah's house. Without him, none of this could have happened. I love that man and his family to pieces. Amazing man. I just wanted to, he has a home for babies, baby girls in his house. He takes in babies. Incredible stuff. Jeez. Incredible. See? Yeah. And that's that's the thing. Okay, so let's let's go back. Sean Hurley, this is your life. So let's go back because you weren't born and raised into a Christian household, were you? <laughs> no, no. I was raised in a house where everyone was sure to go to hell. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. We had a first class seat. Yes. <laughs> okay. No, so no. Basically, in my house, there was no morality. It was all flesh. We were born into the fallen nature, and it looked like we were going to be there until they put us in the ground. Uh, but some things happen, you know, God sees you from the foundations of the world and, you know, he has a destiny on your life. If somebody should preach the good news, you should hear that message and faith is born in your heart. And I was blessed by grace mm -hmm. to hear that message from some weird Christians that moved into my neighborhood. And, uh, I was actually best friends with their son. We were partners in crime but they were Christians, solid, tongue-talking Bible Christians. Yeah, I heard the message. It took years to develop, but finally, a life of crime ending up in jail, I said a prayer, Lisa. I said a crude prayer. If there is a blank, 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 blank God, why don't you blank and do something for me? And that's a legal prayer in the kingdom. <laughs> you know what? I need my cow. Hold one second. <laughs> I, I need my cow. Excuse me just one second. Sure. There we go. Okay, we're going to kick that cow. We're going to kick that cow. We're going to kick that cow a bunch of times, I have a feeling. Okay, so, uh -oh. so, you, so you said a blankety-blank prayer. But God, God heard it. God heard it loud and clear. Come on. I, I sent that blankety prayer to those people, and they sent me back a little book called Prison to Praise by Merlin Carruthers, uh, his, his, his testimony. And uh, I 
but I'm reading that book and I am believing everything I'm reading. Uh, and the excitement inside me is gathering. Halfway through the book, I put it down on the nightstand, Lisa, and the veil was rent from my head. And I'm screaming, he's alive. He's alive. It's all real. The church is all real. I'm screaming. And I'm, I'm being filled, Lisa, with liquid love from every direction. And I'm clean, Lisa, as clean as a brand new canvas just waiting to be painted. And, and I am filled with so much love. I'm speaking in tongues. My mouth is speaking as fast. I'm tripping over my lips. I don't know what's going on. And I'm filled with this amazing fire, just fire. I stood up and I fell against my wall. I just absolutely brand new creation uh, right there. Crazy, crazy. I was brand new. All right. So, so here you are, you're a brand new Christian. You're a brand new Christian. When did you figure out that like, you're supposed to, I don't know, do the work of Jesus, like everybody's Uh, supposed to do. (laughs) So I immediately, immediately, it was like something had changed my DNA. Mm-hmm. I was, I, I am, I pray, my first prayer was, God, I need a Bible. That was my first prayer. But mm-hmm. before that book ever came, I'm going up and down the tears telling everybody that Jesus loves them and he wants to forgive you. And the guys who said, would say, yes, I would be, at least I would be baptizing them in their sinks. Oh, I'm just up and down the tear. I've got no fear. There is absolutely no fear of man, nobody. I'm just filled with this love that I have to give away. Crazy. Oh my gosh, that's so good. Sean, you know that you're gonna have a movie about your life. You do know that. (laughs) You do know that. That would be awesome. To reach reach people. To reach people. It's always to reach people. Always to reach people. It's always to reach people. Yeah, but there's gonna be a there's gonna be a movie about it because as you were saying it, I was seeing it. Oh, that's awesome. Praise God. Praise God. Yeah. I'm worried I'm worried about the book, Lisa. I'm going like oh, the, it, it, oh, 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 will it touch? Will it help? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. So let's so okay, so 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 you have this this fire in your belly, okay? Yeah. Which which if you look scripturally, let's just, because I always like to go a little scripture for the people right. who, you know, who want to sit there and, and my fact checkers, let's fact check a little bit. Okay, it said that when the, when the spirit, when the spirit of the living God hit the disciples, the apostles, it said that they went out and they were in the shadow of Peter was just healing people, just a shadow. They were going out and they were telling people about that God loved him and the truth about who Jesus was. And, and all of these people that on the, the first day of Pentecost, they, right. they, they saved 3000 people because so- when the law, when the law was brought down, there were 3000 that were lost. Uh, that's, Think about so- that. uh, that's so good. Because when the law came down, yeah. If they weren't with God and they were against God, then they were they were told that you know, then Moses said, kill them. And three thousand <laughs> people were lost. But when the Holy Spirit came and filled them, there were three thousand people who were saved. God is a redeeming God. He is a redeeming God. He Amen. is a redeeming God. Okay, so here we go. 
so we have we have this whole thing we have um this whole thing that okay so you're going around you're baptizing prisoners in the in their sinks right, right. You're, you're all excited okay now now you're coming out into the real world because yes personally and i know this might sound terrible but i would think it's easier for people to receive the good news in prison than it is for people who are free or who they it, think are free it really is it, it, it because you're you, you're captive you're mm -hmm. you, you don't have a lot going on in your life mm -hmm. <laughs> you know you can focus on things you know that's what god needed to do with me he needed to stop me yeah just stop me yeah yeah and once it, it was it was amazing uh, it just was amazing and in in jail it was really easy now getting out was a different story and see i did jail ministry for a long time and did mentorship behind the walls and there were lots of repeat christian born again mm -hmm. right and, and they went through exactly what i did when i mm -hmm. got out uh, i never really knew about mind renewal old friends all these all these things that the devil he's good at what he does he, yeah. he is a master at what he does yeah uh, so i immediately went back to the catholic church because that's where i had grown up and so you know being catholic is there's a spirit about that religion which i was still bound with mm. when i went back. it rebound me however you want to say it but i started and this is hindsight, of course, I went back to church and what was being taught, and don't get me wrong, Catholic Church is many beautiful things. Let's just start. I have friends, and no, nothing against them. But at the time, the doctrine that I was hearing was working for my righteousness. So by being good, by being doing, by, so what was just given to me, unbeknownst to me, because I never renewed my mind deep enough, I was fooled into trying to work to receive what I had already received. And so basically what was happening, Lisa, is I was calling God a liar. Ooh, I got to kick that cow, Sean. Hold on. I just got to kick the cow. Hold on. <laughs> okay. Yes. So, so what happened is, I moved into my old neighborhood, the old friends, all these things. I was started to live a dual thinking, a little dabble here with hanging out with this. Everything started to change. Instead of a one-way focus on the kingdom of God, I was now had one foot in the kingdom of God and one foot back in the world. And it happens um, just like that. Yeah. Uh, and so I sinned. You know, of course, I'm a single guy. It was sexual sin. I sinned and the devil just took me from there without your mind renewed to the truth i have nothing to fight with mm. absolutely my prayer life still continued but i felt very far away now because i had judged and condemned myself in my own mind right and uh, the devil just ran with that before i knew it i'm back into the drinking the partying oh. everything you know and then mm -hmm. of course the Christians that I was hanging out with were, were, you know, I couldn't face them anymore. The guilt, shame, and condemnation. So I was isolated, cut off. And you know the story, you know, and it's like uh, I did get sober uh, and managed to do some things, but 
I, I lived like a man who had never met God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know sure. what? Well, but every everybody has everybody has that 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 moment where they can they can fall back. It it says that it it says that you know we have to work out our salvation every day. Right. Yeah, so, I didn't know any. Mm-hmm. I, I, I see because my conversion experience was so huge, I was living on that emotional experience where I could feel, mm-hmm. and so. Once I didn't feel God, coupled with the lie of the of my enemy that he left because I had sinned, it was like I kept trying to feel him and mm. feel. And so, yeah, that led me down a very dark road uh, for almost 30 years, although there were lots of positive things. You know, he, he still talked to me every once in a while, and I became a nurse because of him. I mean all the good things but still i had this other side that people never saw and i didn't go to church again because of the shame i just i couldn't deal with christian so i just tried to think my way through life and uh it didn't go very well for me you know and that's the the hard part because you know that's one of the things that i love about you and what what you do is you don't you look at everybody the way that 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 we should look at them as children you look at them as children that's it because god had the same vision for me see lisa when i when i started to come out of this 30-year coma and started to learn about identity it's like oh my gosh the pieces came together and i said he's never stopped loving me he's never changed his mind he saw me if through a different lens and so once i saw the lens that he was using I, it, who am I not to use that same lens? Come on. Do you know what I mean? I've been given. I've been mercy. I've walked 30 years as a as a man committing acts of sin, and yet he never changed his lens. So who am I not to change my lens? So yes, looking at people through that lens. And don't get me wrong. As you know, we have our flesh days, and oh, they, oh they're horrible, okay? And Christians that don't have flesh days, well, God bless you, but I still have them. And I'm married. You can ask my wife. So, right. Yes. Well, you know, I, I just this is this is really when we think about those flesh days, you know, it it's it's the truth. You know, sometimes we just have to say that we to our flesh, shut up, just shut up, shut up, shut up. Like, right. I'm not doing what you want me to do. So shut up and go sit down. There you go. <laughs> That's theologically perfect. Yeah, you know, look, that we we live in a fallen world. So right. the only way that that we can overcome it is by the renewing of our mind. And if we don't know what that looks like, it says that we renew our the renewing of our mind comes from the word, the word of God. But we have to start to understand that it's not just reading the scriptures, but it's about knowing, knowing the word, right. because that was right. the biggest that was the biggest aha moment for me because I came from a Catholic background as well. But the biggest thing that then I just got this recently was, okay, yes, we, we, we have to know scriptures. That's fine. But like in other countries, cause you've traveled, not everybody has a Bible. No, you, they don't. You didn't have it's a really- Bible. But what right. did you it's, Yeah, <laughs> It's relational. You That's had the intimacy, intimacy, relational. That's right. And that was, 
I got alone with him. I got alone. Who are you? That was my question. Come on. Who are you? If, if you can still love me, I was standing in South Africa when he told me that, you know, again, ashamed and guilty. And he said that he loved me and it made no sense. He said, he said, do you see, Sean, it's never been about you loving me. It's been about my love for you. Come on. And I said, you love me? He goes, I've never stopped. That's and right. I said, Lisa, this, I, you know, they, the viewers can take, uh, you know, uh, issue with this. But I said, who the hell are you? <laughs> I, no idea. Because what he was telling me, Lisa, didn't match up with what people were telling me. The oh, come pastors on. and everything. Come on. They were saying, blew it. You're out. You're not a Christian. All kinds of things. Yeah. That's why I, I who are yeah. Well, yeah, that, he, he's <laughs> this, this is this is the thing. It's like so many times, you know, we will hear we, we would hear that, you know, that you're not good enough. You're not there. But we have to remember that, you know, it's you know, religion is always going to lose. Hold one second. Right. All there, black and white, clear as crystal. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. <laughs> I figured you'd enjoy that. <laughs> we like to have fun. Okay, so so these are these are the things. So now, okay, so thirty years later, you've you you kind of wandered because I'm hearing the song. I'm a wanderer. I go from town to town. Okay, so so you're wandering and you're looking, and, and something must have happened to you, Sean, that just said, "I got this all wrong. It's not a works thing." Yeah, that that would be compliments of uh, uh, Dan Moeller and Todd White. Yeah, that's what I figured. So yeah, tell, somebody, me, tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, somebody sent me a book uh, called Adventures in Healing by John G. Lake. And I read it and my spirit was going crazy. I was a nurse, a nursing supervisor. I was all medical theology. Oh, and God sealed my record supernaturally. That's a whole nother story. Yeah, but, because you can't you can't be a nurse and give out any kind of narcotics if you have a record, right? Yeah. He, so when they checked uh, on my very lengthy record, it wasn't to be found anywhere. Yeah. So he's so good because God told me to go to nursing school, and I argued with him the same thing we're talking about because he doesn't know how things work down here. So. <laughs> so yeah. Um, so what what uh. What were we talking about? I forget. Lisa. We were talking about how you met, how you read the John G. Lake book. And oh, then. yes. Yes. And then so I was real hungry inside. I said, is this true? Is this real? The healing? The, you know, because I, I so I got on the Internet looking for another book. And first of all, I ran into Todd White. I said, well, who's this guy? You know, and and I just clicked on him and he's actually filming with uh, Patricia King. Mm -hmm. I'm the healings. And I'm watching this, and I'm the thing is, Lisa, I'm believing it. The Holy Spirit is having me believe. He's, he's getting me excited. And then I clicked on another video, Dan Moeller, because I heard him say, Dan, I said, so who's Dan Moeller? And Lisa, it was the first time in my life that I'd ever heard the message of what happened at the cross. Oh, come on. I, I couldn't, like Dan Moeller says, it's too good to be true. Yeah. It's good news. And I said, are you kidding me? Everything that I was was nailed to that cross and I received God's very own righteousness. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit was like doing somersaults inside him. He got and it. I, 
And that's it. All the lights went on. I said, you do love me. You only see me as your son through your son. I was going, oh, Lisa, I couldn't even hold my brain together. It was too much. Yeah. So what I did is I did what Dan Muller said. He said, get alone, get a prayer room and tell God how much you love him and declare the word back to him. And mm -hmm. Lisa, when I started to do that, my life broke out in hell. The enemy tried to distract me. And every time I tried to get alone, he would shoot every thought of every failure I have ever done. And, and the, the answer I got for that was just declare your righteousness every time that comes. Come At least I did that for months and months. And one day, the Holy Ghost started to talk to me just like you and I are talking. I couldn't mm -hmm. believe it. Just like the old days in the jail cell. He was, he never left, but he was back uh, experientially. I could experience, we would go everywhere, everywhere. Oh, oh gosh. It was like such a romantic time. It was wonderful. We would, uh, yeah. God forgive me for getting so busy. Forgive me. Well, oh, yeah. But, but you know what, Sean? And this is the, the beautiful part is that you're so real and you're so raw that people need to hear that because there are so many people who believe the, the lie that people who are in ministry have it together. Because if there's somebody <laughs> who has their life together in ministry, please raise your hand. Because I'll raise my hand and say, uh, oh, no. I've made no. more mistakes than I'd like to admit. I've said I've said things, acted in ways, and done things that I'm not, that, that I should know better. But just like yeah. you said, you know, we, yeah. we are, we're dealing with our flesh. Because right. it's, it's our soul, it's our mind, and it's our will, and it's our emotion. And sometimes our emotions can tell us and make us believe that it's God. Yeah. We have to sometimes tell our flesh, shut up, so that yeah. we can truly hear our spirit. Because it's our spirit that's always going to lead us to the truth, which is Jesus Christ. And so when we're when we're starting to see that, and I love that, that you were like, we were like, we were almost like having adventures because that's what, that's what Jesus did. When Jesus, right. there, he took people on adventures. He shook them up and changed them up and said, hey, come on. And it was almost like you said, it was almost like a romantic time because you look at, you look at the disciple, John, you look at the apostle John, excuse me. Right. And he so loved Jesus. He so loved Jesus that he felt comfortable enough that he could lay his head on his shoulder. Yes. Yes. It's crazy. It was that kind of love. The Holy Spirit is so amazing. He is just so amazing. You, I'd walk with him. At least I'd walk with him every day and he would just tell me about people. He would just tell me. I'd be shopping and he'd tell me about the woman behind the counter and or this person or that person. Oh, it was amazing. It was just amazing. And people were just with, you know, at, at first when all this happened and, and he's the, some of the first words he spoke to me, Lisa, he said, you can heal the sick. Well, yep. some of the first words he said to me, then I said, uh, what? He said, you can heal the sick. And I was real honest with him, Lisa, because I was just like thrilled. I said, listen, I said, I got to be real honest with you. I don't even like people. <laughs> I didn't even like People are scary. I, yeah. I don't even like them. Yeah. So he, no, said, right. he said, I, I will teach you. So he took me down on the streets 
And I would fear out, Lisa. I would go to pray. I would fear out. People would be angry. No miracles. I was using Todd White's line. I Come stole on. his line. That God will heal you right now. God loves you. He'll heal you right now. They let me pray. And but what he did, Lisa, between the prayer room and going out is one day I went down on the street after about a month or so, and there was no fear of people anymore. All the fear left. I had the fear on. of man. And I was just out. Healing didn't even matter. What mattered is they needed to be loved. They needed to to hear the name of Jesus and equate their values. So I'd be out on the street, some of the worst characters, I would be telling them their true value and that God loved them. And mm -hmm. uh, one day, Lisa, I put my hand on a guy's back and it was instantly healed. And mm -hmm. after that first year, Lisa, I'm gonna say, cause I don't wanna get it wrong, I'm gonna say 99% of the people I prayed for were instantaneously healed. That Come on. Okay, Coleman. so I wanna I wanna sit on that just for a second because people think that you have to be special. People uh, think that you have to be special in order to see these miracles, but yeah. you just have to be obedient. That's, that's it. it. You just have to be obedient because people are going off and trying to do what they want to do instead of partnering with the Holy Spirit and doing what the Holy Spirit wants them to do. That's right. It's all about the Holy Spirit. You can't do this by yourself. Come on now. You can't. It's, it's, yeah. I, it, you know, it happened when it happened. And then the Holy Spirit would tell me, he said, listen, this one needs healing. This one, I would just go and lay my hands on all the sick people. And people were calling me to their homes, to the hospitals. And Lisa, I'm a nurse now. And in the place I'm working, everybody's getting healed. Come on. Nurses, nurses, aides, patients, patients, families. And I worked at this facility, this first one, for about three years moving in power. And I had bosses that allowed me the freedom and human resources. The human resources woman called me in because I, I said something wrong to a, a traveling uh, CNA. I, and it was, when she repeated it back to me, I said, oh, yeah, that probably wasn't a good thing to say, huh? And she was suffering with a horrible tooth pain and arm pain. And she let me pray for her and instantly she was healed. Come on. That was like, and then from there on, she just knew my heart that I want, you know, and, and yeah, I just was able to pray for everyone. Yeah, See, it was crazy. That's, that's the thing. It's like, okay, so there are, there are so many people who don't like Todd White. They don't like these people who are, are going out. You know, we, we have mutual friends who, who go out and they, they, they go out, they lay hands on the sick and they get, they get healed. Now, I've right. laid hands on the sick. They've gotten healed. Not because this is the thing. It's not because I'm special. It's right. not because I'm special, but I'm persistent. I'm persistent. And if I know that God wants to do something, I'm right. going to go ahead and I'm going to show it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do whatever it says, whatever God tells me to do. I'm going to do. I'm going to sit there like a right. dog on a bone until I see the breakthrough. And that's what that's what God is looking for. He's looking for people where he can whisper to their heart and he will they will carry out his instructions Come because on. he he needs a body. He needs a body of Christ. Come he on. needs that body. And and Holy Spirit wants you to be that body. I remember that uh, starting out I'm seeing everything healed and I would watch this guy Pete Cabrera Jr.'s videos. Right. 
the Holy Spirit used those to grow my faith in certain areas because I would watch one of his healings and the spirit would bring me to that same scenario during the day. Come on. And I, I just saw this on video and I could pray and they would get healed. They would pray and they uh, 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 so Lisa, you talked about people being special. So this is in the book. And when I travel, I talk about this. This may offend some of your viewers, but it's a sacred cow that just needs to be broken off. It's already okay. loaded. So you're good. Go ahead. Okay. So, <laughs> so the thing is, I'm still, I'm moving in incredible power. Okay. But I'm a moral failure. I don't know about godly character. I don't know how it's formed and I don't know about it yet. I'm still looking at pornography. I'm talking to women I shouldn't be talking to. And finally, my whole secret world blows up. And mm -hmm. a guy gets a hold of me, a pastor gets a hold of me, and he sat me down because I was supposed to teach identity at his church. He said, Listen, you move in incredible power, but you have no character. So this man took the time to start me off on a road of moral character, which you, you can do the miracles because God loves people. He loves people, but your gifting, your knowledge, your identity, whatever label you want to put on it, if there's not moral character attached to it, you will burn out. You will rust out. You will, you will need Maalocs. You will need all kinds of things. So I tell this story on, but see, this is why the Holy Spirit has me traveling because so many people in the, in the church have disqualified themselves from their secrets. And Lisa, when I tell these stories, I have pastors coming up to me saying, listen, I'm addicted. I'm addicted to, I'm addicted. And I said, listen, you're talking to the right guy. Here's the way out. Let's get out of this. Because if this blows up, there's a lot of people that are going to get hurt and they don't need to get hurt. This is just your flesh and a voice that you're listening to that you don't know how to shut off. Let's shut it down. Let's get it right. Lisa, this is why he has me doing these things. He said, this is the mandate he put on my heart. Tell my children that I love them. They have forgotten because of their many mistakes. Ah. So I, around, I just share the mistakes. I share them and people go, and when I go, listen, I'm here to share the mistakes of my life so you'll feel so good about yours that you'll be able to receive what God has for you and start looking like children. Yeah, Lisa, this is my life. I, I know, I know. See, that's the thing, I know who you are. Yeah. Like I do, I know who you are. And that's, this, this is the thing I might not, um, we might not spend every single, you know, weekend and hang out, you know, as families and stuff, but, but by the spirit, by the spirit, right. we know each other. Amen. And that's so, it's so important in this time. In this time, it is so important to know people by the spirit. Because some, when you can see the gold inside of someone, you can pull it out. And say, look, I know that you keep concentrating on this blackness, but let me tell you, out of that blackness, there's gold. Amen. Amen. Let's, let's change. Let's change it. Let's pull that blackness out. Let's dig for the gold. And so many people do not want to. They they are are they really are hell bent on showing people's failures and their shortcomings. Yes. They are yeah. So hell bent on it. 
Oh my gosh. You know, he brings me to so many, we'll say groups that the church has ostracized and thrown out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He brings these people. To tell, yeah. To tell them who they really are. See, listen, God is in love with you. Come you on. just, you just don't know who you are, but I can tell you who you are. And it's the truth because I can share what I thought was the dirt. I was just filled with dirt and worthless. But God, when Lisa, when God said to me that I love you, it blew my mind. How could you love me? I don't even like me. His lens, Lisa, he's got a different lens. He doesn't have the lens of a fallen nature. Okay. No. no. And, that, and that's the thing is that the beauty, the beauty that's within inside of each and every single son and daughter, the beauty is hidden. And what the enemy wants to do is bury it. But see, he sends people, he sends people, he calls me a gold digger, Sean. He calls me a gold oh. digger. <laughs> he goes, Lisa, you're a gold digger. And I was like, okay. <laughs> he says, you dig out the golden people. That's right. And that's yeah, what it's supposed to be. It's the, love is the only thing I found that'll change Come a person. Or turn their heart back. Yeah. Yeah. It's only. 100%. And see, that's the thing. You know, when I think about the prophet Bob Jones, what did it say? What did God say to him? What did Jesus say to him? Did you learn how to love? The problem right now is we still have a lack of love in our churches. We still have a lack of love in our pulpit. We still have a lack of love. And this is the thing. Okay. People think that a harsh word does not, that, that it, it, a harsh word is going to be harsh, but a harsh word has to have love or it's not coming from God. I don't care who you are. I don't care what pulpit you're on, but if it does not yeah. have love, it is not of God. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's got to have love. It has yeah. to have love. It's Love, it's got to be relational. It's got to draw 100%. you into the Father's heart. The Father's heart is, is what's speaking up. Absolutely. Yeah. Because, listen, there are so many. Uh, okay, so this is what uh, uh, I'm going here. Okay, so this, this is what the church does to people on a daily basis. You ready for this, Sean? This is it. Which side do you want? Right side or left? Right. I just hear when your teeth break. What are you doing? Where you want? Where you want it? Left. <coughs> that was a good one. We have to stop feeding people with Jesus. Uh, Listen, if Jesus didn't, if Jesus didn't condemn the woman who was caught in adultery. Why do we think that we have to condemn somebody who makes a mistake? Lisa, that story that you brought up, that was, I was like thinking about that the other day. It was like, listen, the only one who could have condemned her was the one who wrote the law itself. And I'm saying, oh my gosh, he wrote the law. That's and it. he didn't condemn her. Oh, nope. I said, no. Nope. This is new. This is a new covenant, a new agreement. Oh. That's oh, right. It, it but, just, okay. But now, you know how it says that, that Jesus was writing in the sand? Yes. Okay. So the Lord, so Jesus was talking to me one day and he said, do you know why, what I was writing in the sand? I'm like, no, nobody knows. He said, what if I wasn't writing anything important, but I just didn't want her to see my gaze. So oh. she wouldn't feel ashamed. Yes. See, shame, Lisa. 
shame is just a blanket from hell. Come and on. our pastors are in it. They're preaching shame and guilt and condemnation. And it's like, no, shame has been dealt with. That's right. Now, look, I'm not saying that we are supposed to say, oh, well, you sin. Okay, we're just going to cover it up and let you keep going. Uh-uh. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. You know what? I'm a good parent, and I'm going to call my kids to the carpet when they're doing something wrong. But they're going to be called because I love them. Yeah. And do you see what Paul did in every letter of correction? He pulled the gold book about the gold first and then went to the correction. Come on. That, but yeah. that's how that's how you do things, right? Because that's the right. minute that somebody feels shamed and embarrassed and condemned, they have shut down. That's you have right. just traumatized them, especially if it's somebody you look up to. That's why we have to be so careful. Look, the the enemy plays the shame and the blame game. Yes. And, and yes. Jesus said, He said, "I've come to give you life and give you a life that's right. abundant. It's an abundant life." There is no shame. We, we can go back into the Old Testament and we can see how slow to anger God was. How slow to right. anger. So what makes us believe, you know, yes, is, is he coming? Is he coming to for the fear of the Lord? But the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. It doesn't say right. that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of condemnation. We got to get that right. Right, exactly. There's just too much condemnation preached. Still, uh-huh. we're, we're chill. See, one of the things that I try to get across to Christians that have made many mistakes is, listen, God had since the foundations of the world to see you. Do you think he made a mistake by choosing you and putting his spirit in you? Do you Come think on. that was like he didn't see all of this stuff you were going to do? No, he saw something that you're not aware of. That's right. He saw he saw a heart that needs to be cultivated, that needs to be grown, that needs to be nurtured. Lisa, we come to this Christian thing with a soul full of junk, with a yeah. with a with a computer that remembers every word spoken against us. That's and we're right. val- suddenly we have this experience where we wake up, but then there's a whole bunch of stuff that's roaming around inside that has to be word attacked intimacy attacked, love attacked. So condemnation will not do a thing to bring you into the value that, that God sees ever. But let's, let, let's just go, let's just go one step. Okay. When okay. Jesus was filled, when Jesus was baptized, okay. And the Holy spirit came upon him. It was the Holy spirit who brought him into the wilderness. That's right. Because why? He had to be tempted. He had to be tempted with all the things that we get tempted with. Pride of life, right? right? Uh, A lust of the flesh, lust of life, and uh, pride of life, right? So, so all of these things that Jesus, that Jesus got, he got it. He got questioned. He was Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) But, but what people forget, what people forget, is he still had free will. He still was a man. He was a see, Lisa. That's the biggest selling point of Jesus. He did all these things as a man. Man, thank you. People think that. Oh no, no, no. He was well. Yes, but he he stepped out of his his God. He stepped out of God. 
into being and he humbled himself and we forget that and so so when jesus taught the disciples how to go out how to heal the sick how to raise the dead how to cast out demons he was doing it as a man filled with the holy spirit and they got that they were, were were given authority from jesus christ to go out and to do the same thing and the thing that really right. that that got them so excited was that demons demons obeyed them <laughs> i mean you know and jesus is like you're excited about demons obeying you you should be excited that your name is written in the lamb's book of life amen amen as a as a man that's right yes. and that's that's the thing so when we see the gospel and we read the gospel see you heard the gospel and when you started to hear the truth see lots of people can tell you um about jesus can tell you about all of these things but it's when you heard the true gospel many many people have heard the religious gospel but they haven't heard the true gospel the true gospel of jesus christ because i hate to tell people there is no sinner's prayer in the bible true story there is no sinner's prayer in the Bible. I know. Let's go kick that cow. Let's just do that really quick. Because seriously, that's one of the things that, well, did you say the sinner's prayer? There is no sinner's prayer in the Bible. Uh, I know yeah. we're having fun. <laughs> but, but this is, okay, so we know that there are things that religiosity has taught us right. that has kept us from the truth of who we are as sons and daughters. And as you know, that that's my biggest, that's my biggest right. thing is to help people understand their sonship and their daughtership. That's the most right. important. But right. that's that one is, of the things that you got. Yes, I, and I tell people, I say, listen, when you read the four gospels, what you're actually doing is reading a story about your life, about oh, a new no. This is, I do this on purpose. It's like, Jesus was a man filled with the Holy Ghost. What are you? Well, I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. Okay. And then Lisa, I take it one step further to try and hit it home. I said, listen, Jesus was born of a virgin. It's true. The seed of God entered a woman, no man yeah. or woman involved. I yeah. said, listen, are you born again? And they would go, yes. They said, was there a seed of a man and woman involved? No, it was, what, what, you've had a virgin birth. You <laughs> be born again into a new species with the seed of God, the Holy Ghost, this gospels, these mirror your life from the virgin birth on up. You have to die to live. Oh my God. It's like, if people just can't grasp, I say, listen, Jesus Christ was God. He laid that aside and did everything as a man. These four gospels is about a man in yep. relationship with God. Yep. That's your love. So what he's doing, you can do. He's showing you the way. That's what he's doing. And he's showing you how to walk in love. That's right. He's showing you how to walk in love. Because when the disciples said to Jesus, they said, what is the most important law? He said to love the Lord God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and to love your neighbor as you love yourself. He didn't say to follow the rules. He didn't say to listen to the, he didn't say that. Because if you look at the true law, the true law, not Moses's law, because there's a difference. I never realized that there were two laws. There was God's law, and then there was That's Moses's right. law. There's a difference. 
And the reason that right. there was Moses's law is because they were Egyptians. They were they right. were Jews who were living as Egyptians and they were doing things that were causing them to sin. And so right. he had to he had to separate them. That's the that's why Moses's law is about the separation. We don't do this, right. we don't do that. But the true gospel, the true law is to lo to is to love the Lord God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and to love your neighbor as you love yourself. It's all about yeah. love, guys. The Beatles had it right. <laughs> it's all, all about love. It's all about love. It's all about love. And it says, it, it, you know, look, it says, if you have not love, he said, you're like a clanging symbol. That's what Paul writes. Right. If, if right. There's this, no love. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't love, you don't know God. If people take that into a negative connotation, no, it's like, no, no, let's get to know God. Let's get to love. It's not that you don't have God that you don't know him. Let's know him. God is love. Let's become that love. Yes. And when we read, when we read 1 Corinthians 13, and it says what love is, we can look at ah. what love is and we can see that the fruit of the spirit actually is also about love. <laughs> patience. It's all about. <laughs> love is patient. Love is kind. <laughs> like, let's right. look at these things. Right. So if those fruits aren't being produced in your life, it's just, let's get back. Let's be quiet. Let's go, let's go spend time with the bride, you know, the, the bridegroom. Let's go spend the time in the chamber. Yeah. Yes. Because, because it's all done in the spirit. First, we work it out of our spirit yes. and we become who, who has actually possessed us. We become yes. that love. Those fruits. Yeah. Well, and, it, and if we think about it, you know, where it says, it says that we have to work out our salvation, but right. it says that we have to die. Like it says, those yeah. who love me will follow, will, will pick up their cross and follow me. And right. what is Jesus saying? Jesus is basically saying, you have to crucify those parts of your life that are not in alignment with me. Who, who has to do it, Lisa? That we have to make that you, choice. Right. That's right. right. See, I thought when I first got converted that God did everything. And then yep. as I got reading the book, it's like, oh, oh, I have a responsibility. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. I but have no, to put these things. No, no, keep going. You don't have, you have to put these things where? No, I had to put these things under. When they came up, I had to refute these things with truth and remind myself, listen, I have an identity. This is who I am. I'm not this. I don't do these things anymore. You have to put them under by the truth. That's right. Yeah. And so, and if we look at, look, we even look at the disciples. We look at the apostles. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. We right. look at the apostles were not, they were not scholars. They did not know. They knew the Torah, but they were fishermen. Right. And they argued, they fought, they, oh my gosh, look at, right between the, the, oh. <laughs> You know, but you know what that what's so great because I love I love um, the the television series The Chosen because when we look at these these actors who are portraying these the, these men these mighty men and women who followed Jesus who laid everything else down to follow him you know we we can see you and honestly Sean you're you're a disciple you've left everything you've left everything that you knew you've left everything that that you thought and you you picked up your cross and you followed him. So when Jesus says, follow me, 
it's an invitation for every single person to yeah. say, what are you willing to give up? Right. We walked away from everything, Lisa. God said yeah. go, and and okay. we did. Yeah. Hugely faith, but we did, yeah. And that's that's the thing. And so when God says to you, you know, Sean, I want you to go and open up this home, you go, yeah. okay. When God okay. says, I want you to go here, you go, okay. And he says, yeah. I want you to write a book. <laughs> I'm, not a smart, I'm not one of the smartest guys on the planet, and I don't know a lot of stuff. But when God says to do it, I that's do it. it and it always works. That's it. So let's yeah. let's talk about your book because I do want to talk about your book because writing a book, um, writing a book is a big deal. Writing a yeah, book is does. a really big deal. And, and this is his book. You can see it over here, but let's just put it up here. He sets the prisoner free. And now you told me something off camera. Can you tell me what you uh about sure. this off camera? Don't yeah, the cover of this book is the actual jail, and that's my actual, the top tier there is the actual cell 58 where the Holy Spirit entered. And uh, this this jail is uh, no longer in existence. It's torn down, but a friend of mine gave me this picture. So that's it's really so good. Cool. And I love what you have because the caption is a new creation in jail, but still a captive in my mind. That's, yeah, that, that's powerful. Perfect. Yeah. Because my mind never got the memo that I was free. Never got the memo. <laughs> I love that. My mind never got the memo. That's true. Well, and and look, if if everything that we're reading, especially, and I'm not I'm not bashing the the Catholic Church, but like, I had a really pro I had a big problem with confession because there were people who were going to confession and they were confessing the same sins that. Yeah. We should have been forgiven from and when we see that we are forgiven it's like the east is from the west as um as one of my uh, spiritual fathers said he says it's like it never happened right it's forgotten it's erased yeah true story lisa i wore out that confessional i just i thought i just like okay you can be bad and then go in this little box and then come out good i it, oh yeah. But you know what? Honestly, if you look at that, it's kind of like what the Hebrews were doing, what the Israelites were doing. Right. That they exactly. would go, they would go, they would bring their sacrifice. They would go, they would also lay hands on their sacrifice, the scapegoat, and think that, you know, it was gone for a year. Maybe. Right, right. Exactly. But but you could still do see this is um the when you truly have given yourself submitted yourself there's a scripture it says uh, resist the devil and he shall flee and people will use that right, right. but but before it it's submit yourself it's submission submission and everything right right in everything okay so you submitted yourself see I have a, I'm going I'm going someplace so oh. you submitted yourself to the Holy Spirit to write this book. Yes, this was this has been like a total of three years once I really submitted myself. But one of the issues, and there's a great story. So I'll tell the story in a minute. But uh, so writing this book, Lisa, especially the childhood part, I I had to walk through some pain. Yeah, there was a lot of pain involved because all of those instances like became real again. So. Mm -hmm. I had to walk through that and you know life gets busy a three-year thing put it down pick it up put it down pick it up just a mess of stuff so here's the story 
we got we did healing services over in Europe a couple of years back, just before COVID hit. We made it back just before they closed everything down. And uh, we're in, uh, I believe it was England, maybe Germany, either one. But the Holy Spirit said to my said to me, he said, listen, you need to get on the last plane leaving here tonight because the pilots are going to strike because I was going over to Ireland right. to pray for a little boy who was dying in ICU. Anyways, miraculous recovery, laid my hands on him miraculously back to good Come story. On. But so we got on that plane in obedience and made it to Ireland. And the next day the pilots struck. Can't do this without the Holy Ghost. Yeah. And so a man calls me, a man who's been following me on Facebook. His name is Mark Dooley in Ireland. And he invites my wife and I out for coffee and tea at a castle in Ireland. It was amazing, amazing. So we're walking in this park um, and I'm thinking about the book and just to myself. And he goes, Sean, in his brogue, he goes, you don't know what I do. I said, no, sir, I don't. He says, I am a professor of literature and it would be an honor to help you with your book. Oh, come on. Oh, yeah. And the Holy Spirit said to me immediately, give him the whole thing. And so for three years, we have been corresponding back and forth, writing and all this stuff. And yeah, and then uh, the publisher, we had no idea. He said, he said, listen, there's this man, Art Thomas. I said, oh, I know Art. He said, I think he would be a good publisher for the book. And we have presented it to Art and immediately he said, yes. Let, let's get this done. Let's get this published. And uh, here we are. I mean, here we are today. And it's like, I can't, it's just beyond me. And Lisa, Lisa, let me be honest. I do a lot of things. I'm, you know, I'm good at travel. I love working with the poor, but Lisa, when I'm home, I am as lazy as they can be. <laughs> lazy. lazy. Ask anyone. I'm so lazy. I have to force myself to do stuff. Oh my gosh. But put this me. Is like a, this is a big deal, then. This is a big deal, <laughs> a big deal. Because this was a lot of this was a lot of emotional work. This was a lot of physical work. Yeah. And they were issuing me. I mean, um, Lisa, who I won't give her last name because I don't have permission, but Lisa, who actually did a lot of the editing, a lot of these things, she was amazing. She was patient with me. Uh, uh, is it the same Lisa I used? Yes. <clears throat> She's amazing. She's amazing. She was very patient. I, I was reliving a lot of these things and she would, do you need to stop? Mm -hmm. And I would actually start to cry because I could remember a lot of the situations mm -hmm. that were painful. Yeah. And it's like, she, she's very good at what she does. She is very good. Very, very good. Excellent. Excellent editor. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Okay. So let's, let's just, Okay, so yeah, it's about your life. It's about your stories, but I but there's so much more to that book. Yes, yes, there really is. There's uh, so much that, more. Yeah, that book was. Uh, yeah, that book not only sums up my 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 life, but the book I believe was written. The Holy Spirit wanted it written because there's a lot of guys and women like me. So. I did this. I didn't tell Art. Forgive me, Art, if you're watching. But <laughs> I actually copy uh, to a woman who just got out of jail, who's a Christian, mm -hmm. gave her life 
and she started reading the book and she said, oh my God. She said, oh, this is amazing because it, it just mirrored her life in so many ways and her failures and her, and seeing that God still loved her and who she truly is. So this is the audience I'm hoping that this book really touches those people who have just made every mistake in the world, who have walked through so much pain and knowing that there's a God the whole time that just wants to love them. This it's is the so audience that hits. It's so good. And I really believe that from this book, another book is coming. Sorry, That's, but there's uh, another book. Yeah, I'll yeah. have to back into the gym and start to get some. <laughs> well, well, it's because like what, what, what I'm seeing for, and I, and I, I've always seen this in you, Sean. I, I've always seen so many incredible, incredible things because um, truly the, um, the, the purity, the purity of how you see God, it's pure. There's no, there's no compromise. There's no, like, it's pure because you're looking through these, through these eyes of just, just wonder and amazement, but of love. Yes, and it's, it's that's what the world needs that's, that's the confusion all the confusion with identity right now like that has to be addressed and i know i love art because art is a fireball man he's just like he just like goes out and he's like get you out i mean he goes after demons man like a dog with a bone it's like he's like he is on it you know and that's but but that's not that's not your thing. You can do it. You'll you'll totally do it. But right. that's not your thing. You have such a papa's heart, it, you know, and yeah. you have such a um, you have such a um, such a heart for the lost and for the broken and for the confused. Amen. And so I really believe that that you're going to do another book, and it's really going to be, um, which is something that you said earlier, which is about that love, that love relationship you had when you discovered who you were, that all you wanted to do was with, be with him, which is kind of a song of song thing. Right. Because it's so difficult for men to understand song of song. You get it. Tyler gets it. Michael gets it. Like, you guys all get it. That's what right. I, that's one of the reasons that I love the three of you so much. Because if you if you can catch that, if you can catch that love and see yourself as the bride with the bridegroom, it's right. a game changer. You know, Lisa, it wasn't, I thought the Song of uh, Songs was the most stupidest book in the Bible. <laughs> I said, what the heck is this? It wasn't, <laughs> so, it wasn't until Brian Simmons in the Passion Translation. Yeah. Oh, and I love Brian. The footnotes below and everything. I I fell in love. I read that and I said, "Oh my God, this is about me and God." Yes. I never knew that, Lisa. I thought that was the most stupidest book in the Bible until Brian did it, and I yep. fell in love. Oh, oh. See, and that's what I believe God is raising up, and I think He's raising up manly men, manly men, you and Tyler and Michael and Brian, like manly men who aren't afraid of being masculine, but still right. can be sensitive, can Love, still yeah. be caring lovers. and compassionate and lovers. Mm -hmm. right. That's it. Lovers of, of the Lord, not being afraid and not being like, you know, not watered down, but, yeah. but still being able to be who you are. Yeah. When Tyler, when Tyler and I talk, I said, you know, we talk like we, we really should be more afraid. This is probably a really dangerous place, yeah. but we, 
have that fear because yeah. we're filled with love. We're out there to love yeah. people. Yeah. And we, no matter what comes upon you when your purpose to love, it's not yeah. scary. You don't even see that, that yeah. sign. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. And I'm so, I, I can't wait. I can't wait. This book is going to be out. What? December? December. Yeah, December. It's, the pre-orders are now, but December, we don't have an actual date, but it will be December. Yeah. I would pre-order. I would, if you guys want a copy, I would pre-order so you can get it. You can get it on time. So you want to make sure that you get this. This is this is going to be a, a fantastic stocking stuffer, and especially especially for the people in your life who feel like they are so far so far from being like a right Christian. <laughs> yeah. right. So, that's that's uh, really what it comes down to. Lisa, for some reason, I, I need to tell this quick story, and it's sure, really absolutely. So I'm I'm working as a nurse and I'm moving in power and love and it's it's all brand new to me and people are getting healed. Now the point of this story is that God loves everyone and if you're on the planet grace applies to you if you accept it. It's yours if you accept it. That's the only for those uh, uh, he died for the people in the world. So if you're in the world you qualify. Right. Period. So yeah. I, I was taught that gay people, I was taught this, that gay people were like out. They were going to burn. That's what I was taught. So yeah. I, I had a, a, a lesbian CNA come up to me and I'm moving in power. She goes, uh, I hear you heal the sick. I said, uh, well, okay, uh, what's, what's going on? And she goes, well, God heal me. And I'm, in my mind, Lisa, I'm going, no, you're gay. But I'm stalling because something doesn't feel right. So I asked her what's wrong. And she starts telling me, and I'm having an internal dialogue with the Holy Ghost. I'm saying, Lord, what do I do? She's gay. And the Holy Spirit, Lisa, is so cool. He goes, love her. Come on. Yes. He yeah. said, love her. And I, I said, yeah, God will heal you right now. So he healed her instantly. She came back two more times that year. He healed her instantly. I was never allowed to bring up sexual orientation. She came in after a year later. She came up to me. She had the weekend off. She comes running up to me. She goes, I, my friend, she bring me to a Pentecostal service. I give my life to Jesus. I know gay no more. And she said, and today, Lisa, she is a pastor. Helping, oh, come on. Oh, yeah, Lisa. A pastor helping other confused or fallen names. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing that Christians don't understand. A gay person is doing exactly what their nature is telling them. They're doing nothing wrong. That's the nature they were born into. It's got to look like something, right, Lisa? Our fallen nature has got to look like something. So just tell them the good news and tell them if they want. God loves them and there's another nature available. That's right. But I've never been allowed ever to speak about sexual orientation. I've just loved them and yep. loved them, prayed for them. And the Holy Ghost, see, another thing, it's not our job to change anyone. Okay, where's my cow? Where's my cow? <laughs> Holy, that's it. Holy Ghost. Where That's is that job. cow? I need that cow. Hold on a second. Hold the phone. 
You need to say that a couple more times. Yes. We, it is not our responsibility to change people. We're called to preach the good news. Come that on. is it. the good Come news. On. We are not called to change anyone on this planet, anybody. It's That's not right. our job. It's a And the Holy Spirit taught me that. Every person that I've come upon in an alternate lifestyle, I offer healing. I tell them how amazing they are yeah. and that God loves them. That's and there's it. a way to have an intimate relationship with him. Yep. That's it. I'm not there to point out what you're doing contrary because that's not my job. My job nope. is to love you and give you the good news. But period. That's the thing. It's that the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit's oh, responsibility to change right. somebody. Yes. And, say, and God still gives people choices. Yes, God, do you know what he said to me one time, Sean? You're going to love this. The Lord said to me, he said, he said, Lisa, he said, if somebody was transgender and they, and then they found me, he goes, would you expect them to change back to what they were originally created to be? And I thought about it for a second and I said, no, I mean, that's a big surgery. I, I no. And he goes, right. good. Neither would I, neither right. would I. Right. You see? Because look, okay. So let, let, let's be honest. You know, a lot of people in churches don't like tattoos. Right. They don't like tattoos. You get a tattoo. Oh, you're this, you're that. You're... No, 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 no. See, God looks at our hearts. He looks at our, he looks at our spirit. He doesn't look at, at the stuff. If he did the, the same thing that you are judging somebody else for is the same thing that you will be judged for. You know, that, that's the, the thing we have to, we have to just love people where they're at. We can't expect, we can't use scripture against an atheist. We oh, can't use scripture. It's going to be nothing to them. It's going to be like, who cares? But right. if you can use, if you can use, you know, what the Holy Spirit gives you, a, a word of knowledge, a word of confirmation, if you can tell them something of foretelling, if you could start telling them their, their children or their, what, it doesn't matter. It doesn't right. matter. But if you can speak to them where they are, and one of the things that I cringe at is I've seen people who, who try to, to witness to people. And you can see that the religious stuff is starting to ooze out. And you're like, and all you do is like, oh, no, 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 pull that back, pull that back, pull that back. Because when you're not, when you're not operating in that religious spirit, people are open to hear what you have to say. Yeah. And, 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 you know, when I talk like this, sometimes people think I'm promoting all of these things or I'm, a, listen, yeah. my, I, ha I have my job description is just, it's typed out pretty clear. And I, remember, I remember coming upon these two men, right? They're middle-aged gay men holding hands, walking down the street. One guy, I come up to them and I'm filled with love. I, I yeah. just come up, hey, how are you? I said, listen, God thinks you're amazing. He loves you. And they're looking at each other, waiting for the punchline. Yeah. Because I'm Christian. And so I said, do you have anything you need God to heal? He'll heal you right now. One guy takes a chance. and They're still waiting. And he says, I have arthritis filled my whole body. And I take a lot of pills and I'm in a lot of pain. I said, that's amazing. Can I have your hand? I take his hand. 
I value him. Father, I thank you for creating this man because who creates life? God. God. For creating this man, I thank you for his life. I thank you, Lord, for the blessing that his life brings. In the name of Jesus, I curse you, devil. Loose this man. Arthritis come out of his body now. Sir, can you check your body? He moves it and he looks at his partner and the expression on his face. I said, it's all gone, isn't it? And you could see, he says, it's all gone gone I, I don't understand i said listen if god didn't love you he wouldn't have healed you have a nice day that's it i left him with the biggest seed of god that he's that's had heard his whole life that he's 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 out he's ostracized but god healed him come on that's so, Sean, I know that's your job. Would you go ahead? Would you, if there's anybody who has anything, I feel like there might be, if you'd like to either pray, prophesy, or if there, if you feel the Holy Spirit's telling you to move in a direction, I'm giving you freedom to do what you need to do. So usually on these broadcasts, Lisa, there's a lot of people who are sick, a lot of people who are hopeless. First of all, if you've committed sin after sin after sin, and you're in a sin lifestyle, you're in a sin lifestyle habits, Whatever word you want to see, we look at words, get rid of the words. If wow. you're just feeling yucky about your life, let's keep it really simple. Listen, God doesn't have the same view that you do. You need to line up with God's view, first of all, because then you'll start to step out of this junk. He is so crazy in love with you that he sent his son before you even cared to die for you. He, he did that. He made the first move hoping that you'll believe him. Well, let's believe him, that you're amazing. So see yourself as amazing. Father, any people who are suffering with the cancers in their bodies, Lord, in their lungs, in their, in their abdomen, in their colons, in their brain, Lord, right now, you may seem hopeless. The doctors may have said, you have this, you have this, you have this. But Jesus says, I've taken this upon myself so you can go free. So I bind the liar in your body, I bind him. He has no legal right there. Come out of their bodies now in the name of Jesus. I command you by the authority of the blood of the name to come out of his body. Father, now heal them. Holy Ghost, come upon them right now with your power and take those things out of their body and heal them in Jesus' name. All infirmities, Lord, all infirmities, all broken bones, all pain, Lord, take it out of their bodies hear my voice, whoever hears my voice, it is God living in me by the authority of the name of Jesus that takes all these things from you right now in Jesus' name. Go right now, be healed. I can't see any names or anything, Lisa, so I just pray you over the whole thing. Okay. <laughs> Let me, I, can, I can put some up. If people have anything, this is your time. It's my screen. Uh, let me see, because then I can't see you. Yeah, I, I got my little my little phone here. I'm so dinosaur when it comes to this stuff. Well, we're about to, you're going to get an upgrade. <laughs> you're going to get an upgrade. Yes. So, yes. Okay, is there anybody else who needs some healing? Do you have any word of knowledge? No, I, I, I was just, I was just, well, actually, a, a, a thought just popped in. I said, somebody on the screen has a bad hand, whether that's a broken wrist or not. I was just going to say, stick out your hand. Uh, so if that is you, stick out your hand, Jesus heals you.
because that's a word that just came right through. Just start flexing your hand, moving it around. Okay, so Linda Jones is looking for healing. She just had some surgery. Kay has, she's been dealing with some sickness and Corinne. Linda so those are three people. I'll be healed completely. All your pain and all your symptoms go. Who is the next one? Kay Roni. So be healed in Jesus' name, in your body, in your mind right now. Be completely free in Jesus' name. And then Corinne. Corinne. Father, I thank you for Corinne right now in the name of Jesus. Be healed. All the infirmity in your body come out now. Spirit looser in Jesus' name. Pain go now. Hey, Douglas, how are you? I know Douglas. Okay. Okay. Also, I have D from Facebook. She has TMJ. TMJ. Mm hmm. What is that? Too much junk food, right? <laughs> That's funny. So, so D, I, I couldn't resist. Sorry. I know what that is. So, Father, right now, just unloose her jaw. All the inflammation and pain go right now. Every muscle be relaxed. I speak peace over her mind right now in the name of Jesus. Go. Okay. Okay. Tara has stomach acid issues. Stomach acid issues. Father, all the stress here in her life go now. All the voices that are screaming at her go now. I hear voices screaming at you. I don't know if that's been an ongoing thing. So right now, in the name of Jesus, any Barrett's esophagus, I cancel you. Be healed right now. In all mm -hmm. the your stomach, just be neutralized. In the name of Jesus, be healed. Mm. I think we have some back issues that maybe could be dealt with. Okay. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, everyone with back issues, the first thing, their legs grow out even, just supernaturally right now grow out even. All their backs be loose. Discs go back into place. Any surgeries, the scar tissues dissolve right now. Be loose. Father, any spirits that bind them, like the spirit of infirmity with the bent over woman. I remember mm -hmm. the bent over woman, Lisa, I prayed for. Holy Spirit just supernaturally took her body and straightened it. It was the greatest thing I did. Oh. Come on. Yeah, so any of those things be healed right now in Jesus' name. Okay, okay and then Shelly, let's see, Shellen has an ear and throat. Well, there's two throats. My throat is being like difficult. Okay, so Father, right now, all the inflammation <clears throat> healed, go now. All the redness go. Be lubricated, Lord, that the throats be at ease and at peace in her ear. Lord, any inflammation in the inner ear, the hammer, the anvil, the stirrup, the drum, the auditory nerve, be completely healed in Jesus' name. Mm. Okay, sinus issues for Faith Gal. Sinuses. Father, open up all the sinuses right now. All inflammation go. All allergies leave. Lord, all the antigens, Lord, be neutralized right now. Holy mm. Spirit. Right now, just open them up in the name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, Kim has a kink in her neck. Oh, Kim, right now, in Jesus' name, your neck muscles be loosed. Let her go right now in Jesus' name. Yes. Okay, go. and I have one last. Good. Okay, this is uh, Valerie. She says, um, she says back and pancreas. Valerie Princess Wade, I like that. Yeah. Back and 
Father, right now come upon our pancreas. Any stones dissolve right now? Yeah. Right now. Pancreas be healed. And right now, all insulin production just be normal in the pancreas. Right now, her back, all of her muscles be loosed. The kidney areas be healed and her spine be straight. In Jesus' name, pain go now. Okay. I have uh, Laura. We've been praying for her eye. She needs a new eye, Sean. We've been praying. Okay. I believe that she's going to get her eye. We've been praying for it. All right. Yeah, Father, right now. Right now, Father. Come on. I stand in agreement with this. Come on. Spirit, right now. We just command that her eye be made brand new right yeah. now. Come upon her. Yeah. Right now. In yeah. Jesus' name. Lord, I just cast out anything inside of Laura that is having trouble or getting in the way of her accepting the love and mercy of God in this area for healing. Right now, I dismiss it. I command it to go. Father, just open her up to see that she's completely loved in Jesus' name. Amen. Mm, mm, yes. Yes. Okay. Joella, fibromyalgia all over her muscles and joint inflammation. All right. So, Father, I bind the spirit of depression in Joella. Go now. Loose her. And all the lying spirits in her mind, go now. Yes. From myalgia, I command that you go, spirit, looser now completely, and every nerve be completely healed. All pain, go now. Yes. Father, loving her in Jesus' name. Amen. Yes. I think that we's good. I think we got everybody. Yes. Are we good, Rye? Oh, let's see. I don't know. Anybody else? Last call. You know how they flicker the lights on? Yeah, right. <laughs> It's like last call. Yeah. Last call. Awesome. I think that's it. You are so awesome. We thank you for, for coming on here. Thank you, Lisa. Really do. Absolutely. Because um, like I said, you know, and we I really do believe. Okay, so one last thing is that Rin. She says multiple family members have diabetes. Okay, so father, right now. I just lift up these family members. I bind and cast out this spirit that has gone through. Cast it out of their, their bodies, their pancreas, Lord. And I just command that all of the insulin in their bodies as this demon leaves would regulate in Jesus' yeah. name. Yeah. There you go. And would you, uh, would you mind just um, praying us out? Yeah. Father, I thank you for this time, Lord. I, I pray that everyone who has heard this message tonight would be blessed by it, Lord, and that Lisa also and her team would be blessed in many, many ways, Lord God. Promote this program everywhere, Lord, because it brings information to the body of Christ that they need. I thank you for their lives and their families. I, I, I pray a hedge of protection around them all. And I thank you for the opportunity to share what you've done in my life and bring glory to your son. In Jesus' name, I thank you. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Sean. You are so awesome. I am so excited. Okay, you guys got to get your copy. You definitely have to go out. You have to get your copy of uh, Sean's book. Also, you can also follow him on Facebook. You can follow his videos on YouTube. Just keep just keep in contact with him because he's going to be doing a lot of video. He doesn't know it yet, but he's going to be doing a lot of video. Just letting him know. Letting Thanks. you know. 
I'm letting you know because God just said, oh, he's going to be doing a lot of videos. So if you guys are interested and also if you'd like to get in touch with him, you can always go to, uh, to seanhurley.org. You can go over, you can send him a request if you need some prayer. He's, um, he just, he prays for people constantly. He's always uh, sharing the, the good news and uh, releasing healing. So, so keep him, keep him and his wife and his family, keep them in prayer because, you know, this, this book is going to open up doors. This is going to open up some serious doors. So we are very, very blessed that that you came on this broadcast to to announce this book. I'm so, so honored. I'm so grateful to to call you a friend. I love you very much. I love you too. Thank you, Lisa. Absolutely. Well, I hope that you guys have been blessed. Thank you guys for tuning in to Touch by Prayer. Don't forget tomorrow morning, Crown Chats. That's right. You can start off your day with a little bit of Jesus actually a whole lot of Jesus, grab some coffee. We have some fun, 8.45 every morning, Monday through Friday. So thank you guys again. Thank you, Sean. This has been such a blessing. You're welcome, Lisa. I'm good... excited, guys, because more is coming. More is coming. The, the, the harvest is going to be great, and we need lots of workers, and that includes you. So don't be afraid to go out and touch someone. Be blessed. Be a blessing. Thank you, guys. And please make sure that you share the broadcast. Take care. Bye-bye.